guys, welcome back to episode three of the Raising a Wookiee Home Education podcast. Um, today, the question we are going to be answering is, is it difficult to cover all the things that need to be taught? Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Hermione. You can say hello. Hello. And we're going to be talking about what she learns. Um, so, Hermione, what do you think you need to learn uh, at the age you are now? Oh, what do you feel like you need to be taught? Experiments. Yeah, so what things do you enjoy doing? You like doing experiments, Experiment. don't you? So can you tell everyone about some of the experiments we've done? I like um, making, like, clay. Yeah, but the science experiments we do, do you, can you remember some of them that we've done? No? no. Okay, so you like making stuff with clay, yeah. you like doing experiments. What else do you enjoy learning? I like making slime. Yeah. What other stuff do you enjoy doing? Mm, that's pretty much it. Do you enjoy doing your French and Italian? Yeah. Do you want to learn a musical instrument? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? So tell everyone what you'd like to learn. Guitar. Yeah, ukulele we're going to try and learn, aren't we? Guitar. Well, I'm sure we can move on to the guitar. Sure. And you were saying, what else were you saying before? You said you might like to learn something else. A drum! And is there anything else you can think of that you enjoy? What... What activities do you do that aren't at home that you really enjoy? How about for PE, for your physical education? What do you do for that? I'm not sure. So you go to gymnastics, yeah. don't you? And you do ballet and tap, yeah. don't you? And when you're with your friends, you do lots and lots of running around, don't you? Yeah. So do you feel like you learn a lot of stuff? Yes. Yeah? Cool. So, Hermione, um, just to clarify for our listeners, how old are you? Four, and I'm five on the 23rd. 23rd, and it's November. Well done. So, um, that's just in case anyone was wondering how old she is. Um, so, what I'm going to focus on to start with, um, so the question, as I said before, is, is it difficult to cover all the things that need to be taught? And I think need is like the operative word there. Um, I've gone to the gov.co.uk website um, to see if I can sort of clear up the what needs to be taught debate. Okay, so this is taken directly from the gov.co.uk um, site and I put in home education, I think it was to get this. Um, or something like, uh, how do you make sure your child receives an uh, adequate education? So you must make sure your child receives a full-time education from the age of five, but you do not have to follow the national curriculum. The council can make an informed inquiry to check your child is getting a suitable education at home. Um... So the following bits are from a document on elective home education, which was published on the 1st of November 2007, but was updated on the 2nd of April 2019. Um, so this is what we fall under because we elected to home educate. So we are elective home educators. Um, so in this document, it states that as parents, you're, you 
not the state are responsible for the education of your child. This does not need to be under the um, school system. It doesn't need to be undertaken through school. The only stipulations they really have is that the education has to suit A, the age, ability and aptitude of the child. B, it has to fit any special educational needs that they may have. And for an efficient education, basically it um, it asks you what is an efficient education. So it's they say it can be interpreted as meaning education which achieves what it is intended to achieve. Uh, this is not the same as the education being suitable because it is possible to deliver effectively um, an education which is definitely not suitable for the child. And conversely, it is possible to deliver a suitable education which is inefficient, basically. Um, so they also say on the, you know, what is a full-time education? Because... I know, you know like children go to school at eight in the morning and don't get collected till three or four in the afternoon so you know what when you're home educating qualifies as a full-time education so there is no legal definition of a full-time education in terms of an education at home or at school uh, children attending school have on average five hours of tuition a day and that is for 190 days a year and that is spread over 38 weeks, usually. Um, home education doesn't have to mirror this. Home educators are not, uh, and the not is in capital letters, required to have a timetable. They don't have to have set hours for education to take place. And they don't have to stick to the school hours, days or terms. Uh, there's also no definition of a suitable education. It basically applies to... Um, implies rather to see what is written above so everything I've just said um, and says that basically as long as your child grows up to be a functioning adult that is basically the main aim so although local authorities may use um, minimum expectations for literacy and numeracy in assessments uh, while bearing in mind the age ability and aptitude of the child and taking into account any of their special needs but that is sort of really all they're looking for uh, so education may also be deemed suitable if it leads to excessive, um, unsuitable rather, if it leads to excessive isolation from the child's peers and thus impedes their social development. Um, which obviously I like to feel we have that covered, but um, it also covers uh, that there's no legal requirements for um Basically, you don't have to acquire any specific qualifications to home educate. Uh, you don't have to have um, particular standard of equipment on the premises. You don't have to teach the national curriculum. Um, so the aim, basically, they state, is for the child to acquire any specific qualifications um, that they wish to, but they do not have to. Uh, acquire any qualifications um they also say that the aim is to provide a broad broad uh, sorry that you do not have to provide a broad and balanced curriculum um you don't have to make detailed lesson plans 
Um, you don't have to give formal lessons. You don't have to mark any of the work that was done by the child. Um, you don't have to formally assess progress or set development objectives. You don't have to reproduce school at home um, in the form of socialisation. So as long as the child is adequately socialised, you don't actually have to replicate school-type environments at home. Um, you don't have to match school-based age-specific standards. Um, however, many people do, uh, and they do at least some of these things through choice. Uh, it also makes it easier to show, obviously, the local learning authority if they get in touch that you are providing a suitable education for your child. Um, I mean, anyone that knows us will know that we as a family, while we don't follow the national curriculum rigidly, we do try and make sure that Hermione has a really well-rounded um, education. I mean, especially at the moment, a lot of the things she's doing are well into the key stage one, and if not, somewhat hitting key stage two. So she's she's doing really well, bless her. Um, so what I'm going to look at next, if you are worried about the curriculum um, and sort of curriculum aims and things like that, um, I'm sure some of you have probably heard of Twinkle. Um, so if you go on to Twinkle and put in 2019 curriculum aims, or if you put that in Google, it will come up with the link to Twinkle. Um, and whatever key stage your child is, uh, it will tell you sort of the aims for the different subjects. Um, so, for an example, Hermione's key stage one. So that's what I put in on Twinkle. Um, so on the page to view, there's English, maths and science. History, 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 geography, computing, art and design, design tech, music and physical education. Languages does also come up, but it's got a line on it that says it is just for key stage two. So I've gone into each of these to have a look at what the curriculum aims are. Um, if you want an in-depth um, look at them, I would suggest going on to look at the English maths and science. They're the only ones on there that have ha actually got like clear outlines of what the aims are, you know, what they want your child to achieve for key stage one. Everything else, when you click on it, um, it is really just lists of resources. Um, I mean, there's different topics you can cover. There's lesson plans. There are sections there that people have put on that are for like, aims and objectives and uh, to review at the end and things like that. Um, but like for history, for example, um, there's like Florence Nightingale, The Great Fire of London and Toys from the Past as suggested key stage one um, topics. And that's just a few. Uh, Geography is much the same. It's recommended to learn the seven continents uh, so you can label them on a diagram. And the same for the oceans. Uh, they'd like you to familiar familiarise yourself with a map of the UK and to explore the closest city, so for us, obviously, that would be London. Um, computing, or this is one that we struggle with slightly because we don't like Hermione to have an awful lot of screen time. Um, I know this is a controversial subject, um, which we might possibly touch on in an episode of its own. Um, but basically, we let her use an iPad, and she's used the laptop and desktop before, uh, but it's always sort of supervised, and it's for limited periods of time. Um, she's got a couple of little games she plays that are like educational games. She uses Reading Eggs, which is a very good um, reading resource. Uh, so she does use that on there. Um, but we have also taught her sort of like 
I mean, she's typed out basic words like cat and dog and just to familiarise herself with using a keyboard, um, you know, little bits like that. So we don't let her go on there a lot, but she does, she is familiar with it. She knows how to turn the computer on and how to get it loaded and that kind of thing. Um, so the main thing really when I've clicked on that is internet safety and really stressing that to children. Um, that, that's the biggest thing on there really for that. Uh, then moving on to art, so it says they should really cover like colour mixing, recognising colours, how to draw, uh, learn basic information about different artists like Van Gogh and, you know, try out different styles of painting. Um, so, I mean, I like to think we cover quite a lot of that as well because we're always, you know, making something or painting something. Um, so languages, as I said, aren't down to be covered till Key Stage 2. But Hermione does French and Italian that she's, um, her French teacher said only yesterday, actually, that she's an overachiever. So that was really nice to hear. Um, and she, bless her, she does take it really badly when she struggles with something. She likes things that she's good at and she can do well. Uh, so, for example, with the languages, she gets on a lot better with Italian because it flows better for her. And apparently that's quite common. Um but she, yeah, she really does get frustrated. Same with English and maths. She loves numbers. She gets numbers. Um, and she's fine, you know, like she, she can do quite a bit more than some of the children her age in maths. But English, um, you know, reading, writing she's really come on with. But reading, I mean, she's starting to get there, but not um, possibly to the standard of some of the children her age. Um, I mean, like people say, you know, every child is different. Um, you can't compare in two, but she definitely, for her, maths is her thing. She loves a bit of science as well. I mean, today we were doing an experiment where um, you basically put, uh, I mean, it comes in a kit and there's some liquid in it that basically makes crystals grow. I'm not sure what that is off the top of my head, but um, you basically build a little tree, fold the arms out, put it in this little dish and uh, put this liquid in um, overnight. It should sprout some crystals. And, you know, she's absolutely over the moon with that. Um, you know, and we've done other things. Like I got her some pipette droppers and um, we made some shaving foam clouds and she dropped um, color, food colouring through it. Um, and then we looked at the weather and what, how clouds are formed and that kind of thing. You know, different bits like that we do. Uh, I think one we're going to try uh, that I actually saw today, my friend um, Daisy did it with her children. Um, it's basically testing the different pH levels of things using red cabbage. So that looked really cool. So I'm going to try and do that with her maybe next week. Uh, but anyway, I've got slightly off topic there. Uh, but Hermione's also expressed an interest in possibly learning German. Uh, and I don't know a German tutor, so that is going to be interesting. But I did do it at school, so I do know a basic little bit. But I think two languages is probably enough for a four-year-old. Um, and I mean three if you count English. Um, also for music, so Hermione loves to sing. She's not particularly in tune, <laughs> but she does sort of have rhythm. Uh, so we're going to be sort of focusing more on rhythm and stuff like that. And uh, as we were saying earlier, like we're thinking of getting her own ukulele. We've already got a recorder that I'm going to start trying to do some little bits with her with. Um, and she's also said today she'd quite like to learn the drums and the actual guitar. So <laughs> that could uh, turn out to be quite interesting. But music aims on the national curriculum for her age is to learn what instruments are and to get a basic idea of rhythm um, and get them playing something basic like the recorder. 
um, and then for physical education as well. So the it kind of implied the aims for that were things like to um, focus on balance and throwing and catching, and it's on there to attend a sports day, um, which obviously Hermione has actually attended two sports days given that she doesn't actually go to school they do home ed sports days that is a thing um but she also does she does gymnastics so that's focusing on like her core strength and her um balance and much to daddy's horror we have been looking at a friend of ours um fran runs pole fitness courses for children um and at the moment i think it's specifically for home educated kids and it's not like pole dancing like stripper pole dancing it is pole gymnastics basically and I mean what better way to work her core muscles um and plus it's pretty cool I wouldn't mind doing that myself I had a go once I ended up covered in bruises um yeah so I mean she covered that and she dances as well she does ballet and tap and she's expressed an interest in doing things like street dance she quite wants to do drama so we've got to try and find some kind of group that does that uh, there are a few around. Um, she dances at Holly Belsham's Dance School in Petswood. So, um, I mean, they do do street dance and drama and singing and all that kind of thing. But I think some of the times clash, so we might have to sort of relook at that. But I think in going back to the main question, it, yeah, it depends. It's, it is that what is the definition of what needs to be learned? It would actually in some ways be easier if the government said, not so much you have to follow the curriculum, but, you know, as home educators, by whatever age the children need to know this, this and this. Um, because I know a lot of people on school and a lot of it's very fluid and they learn what they learn as and when they learn it um, and when they're ready. I think children being ready is a major thing as well. There is no point forcing a child to try and learn something because they just won't. They won't listen. They won't pay attention. A little bit might sink in, but on the whole, it's just going to go straight over their head and they're going to be like, you know, when can I eat some chocolate or go and play or lick a window? You know, like I'm pretty sure when I was about four, I was just running around like ah! most of the time. Um, So it's... I feel personally like we cover for her everything I feel she needs to know at the moment. We're teaching her to read and it is coming on. She's starting to, you know, like the phonics books and things like that. She is, she read a basic story more or less herself the other day that was Mouse Moves House. Um, and I think in the story, the mice are called like Jack and Mac. But it's, it's things like, you know, Jack helps Mac to pack. But, you know, if she can sit and read that and she's, you know, a few months ago, she couldn't have managed that. That to me, you know, she's coming on, she's improving. That's fine. She, Her writing is coming on so well. Not so much if you say to her, like, can you write cat? I mean, something like cat she could write. But I don't know if you said to her, could you write other if you wrote other down for her, she would copy it nice and neatly on the paper, lined paper, you know, and it'd be in the lines and it'd be leg legible. Um, but she wouldn't be able to just write that, if that makes sense. But then at her age, I'd say that's totally sort of understandable anyway. That's, I, I think with that kind of thing, because I struggled a lot, like my spelling is still atrocious. I use spell check an awful lot. But even in my adult life now, I went to school, my spelling's horrendous. I never learned my times tables. And, you know, 
if I need to know an equation, I work it out. I sit and work it out or I use a calculator or my phone. Or if I need to learn, to, like, work out how to spell something, I get it up on a spell checker. I put it in Google, you know. I mean, generally, Google is, like, so amazing. It's I use it for everything. Anything Hermione asks me, I'm like, hang on a second, I will just Google it. Um, and the same with YouTube. I mean, for children, Maddie Moat does a fantastic channel that basically anything you can think of that you want a child-friendly answer to, 90% of it is on there. She's really good. And half the time, Hermione comes out with stuff that I'm like, where on earth have you got that from? And she's like, oh, I saw it on Maddie. I'm like, oh, right, did you now? Um, but, yeah, so she knows that. I mean, she's learned her two and three times table. I'm not sure if you said to her, like, what's five threes? She'd be able to tell you off the top of her head. But she could sit and work it out, like she'd say the rhyme to get to it and then tell you the answer. Um as I say, with science, we've been doing some experiments and things. We made a volcano erupt. We're going to try the pH food colouring thing. She's grown some crystals. Um, she did the foam clouds. Um, we did some foam painting as well with different colours and materials and stuff. Um, so, you know, like you can combine science with a lot of things. You can add some maths in or some art. You can make it fun. Um, so that you can make everything fun. Um but yeah, so uh, we, I mean, we do some religious education as well. Um, I mean, me personally, I'm pagan, um, even though I was like baptised Catholic, um, but I don't really follow that. But I sort of cover all religious things with Hermione. She's got a Bible, a children's Bible, and we read stories from that. Um, we sing little songs that I used to sing at school. I mean, for the harvest, we did the... Um, cauliflower's fluffy is it cabbage's green song um you know uh we when it was Diwali we had a look at that we've had a look at Ramadan and Eid um you know like when there's different bits going on we try and obviously we follow um you know Easter Christmas that kind of thing and then we look at what they are in Christianity to what they are in paganism um so we we try and you know so she's covering a few types of religions it's not just this is our religion so this is what we're doing I mean Mike doesn't really follow any religion uh mum obviously sometimes takes some money to church so she's sort of leaning to more towards Catholicism in that way um I don't think Hermione to be honest is too fussed either way she she's just like ah, I'm four when can we go home <laughs> you know what's for dinner um so what else do we do um for history and geography history we've learned about a couple like we did napoleon um trying to think who else we did we had a little look i think it was at queen victoria um and there was definitely someone else we looked at as well but we haven't done an awful lot on that that's the dog by the way if you can hear that he's just stretching right out by the microphone as you do um geography we've looked at continents i've got the kiwi crates coming so we look at um i mean this week is china uh the last one she did was peru so we watch youtube videos about that and we um you know uh she look we read through the kiwi crate i've got a great big encyclopedia which is actually really cool it's called i think it's uh wow the encyclopedia of everything or something like that um and it is really good. I can't rate that highly enough. And most things you can think of are in that book, um, including some nice geography bits. So we use that. Um, 
and trying to think what other subjects there are. There must be more than that. Um, so languages I've covered, music I've covered. Um, and design technology. I am going to get her a little woodwork kit and get some blocks of wood for her to have a muck around with. But at the moment, I'll probably leave that for another few months yet. Uh, just so she doesn't chop a limb off. Um, yeah, I think that's everything, really. I mean, she's... I, I would say I definitely think she gets a well-rounded education on sort of everything I feel she needs to learn at this age. Um, but, yeah, as I said, I, I definitely think it'd be helpful if there was some kind of real guideline out there because um, they say you don't have to follow the national curriculum. Even when you do go on to the national curriculum, like some of it's quite vague or in other areas quite specific. Like with the history, like I said, it was like Florence Nightingale, um, old-fashioned toys and something else. And you think, well, I don't know. I don't think I ever learned about Florence Nightingale when I was four. Like I don't, it's a bit of a really specific thing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to leave this podcast there. If anybody's got any questions, though, please do get in touch. And if anybody, um, can think of any more questions, they, you know, for future podcasts, please let me know. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a bit of a funny, like, I, I get it's a totally valid question from the listener, um, but when you actually look at what the requirements are and break it down, like it's, it's kind of a really grey area. Um, and as I say, we sort of we're edging more towards unschooling than we are following the national curriculum. However, we're definitely not unschoolers by any means. But then your home education is such a varied thing. Like you get people tackling it in all different ways, and what works for one child doesn't necessarily work for another. So. Yeah, I think I'll leave that there and I look forward to speaking to you all again next week. Have a good week.